the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. And uh, as always, on uh, live here in Houston, Texas, uh, our, the show, the Max Out Savings Show is about building up wealth. It is about the world today. It is how the world is changing and, and it's how to sit there and, and, and understand how this affects your investments. Uh, and so... Our our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. It's to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That means putting away at least 10% of your retirement plus the company match in, into a savings program and, uh, and doing it every month. The power of uh, – hey, well, who was it? Uh, Benjamin Franklin said the most powerful thing in the world – maybe it was Einstein. One of the two is, is compounding of money, of interest. Of course, neither of them understood in the world that we could have a world where the Federal Reserve mandates that nobody gets any interest. That that was never thought up. Oh, wait, actually it was in uh, Muslim countries. They don't believe in interest, and evidently neither does the Federal Reserve. Uh, but uh, the the second most pound, uh, powerful thing is 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 income-based savings, which you put away a little bit of each paycheck into a savings plan. It, it's, it's exceptionally hard to do it any other way unless you plan to cash out your company and and sell it to uh Uber or someone like that i it's just you know it, it's just not going to happen and, and and so you have to put away that money you have to build up wealth these are exceptionally uncertain times unlike we've any anything we've really ever seen i uh, we, we talk, uh, talking on the show look 2 months ago interest rates were at 5000 year lows uh around the world and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's five thousand year lows, in, in, which means over five thousand years of history. Uh, it, it, and interestingly enough, if you look back at history, if you really study history and delve into it to some extent, and history was, people were very sophisticated a thousand years ago. They were very sophisticated 2,000 years ago. They had very developed societies. They had roads. They had bridges. They had uh, all types of things. They had factories. They built things. They built massive buildings. Uh, and, and so it was very sophisticated. Uh, they precisely done. Things were precisely done. I mean, the idea that 1,000 or 2,000 years ago, everyone was living in huts and uh you know, with with rudimentary clothes and stuff, it's just completely false. And the reason I bring that up is is understand they had a very sophisticated system. Uh, Jesus in the Bible talks about the tax man, the tax man two thousand years ago. So understand 
that we are a very developed uh, culture in society that's over 5,000 years has developed over time been very sophisticated. Other times it's not. And yet all of a sudden today we have a group of people at central banks around the world that think that they're smarter than 5,000 years of human history and can, can come up with negative interest rates and uh, my favorite one is cashless societies uh, it, it, and everything else and, and, and every other crackpot tinfoil idea, uh, tinfoil hat idea out there that the, the Federal Reserve and these central bankers seem to be using. And, and, I, and, I, and I think, I tell you what, I think it's time and I think things are changing. The reason for this talk is things are changing. But, but also understand that in a very uncertain time like this, where you have, you know, basically, you know, radical revolutionary ideas being put forth that are completely, utterly untested by by central banks around the world, you have got to be more conservative with your money. You have got to sit there and save more money. It, it, Risk taking in in a world of of Fed Reserve central banking, risk taking is not rewarded. Okay, they, they don't. The Federal Reserve are are brilliant academic academics academicians i think that's it yeah uh but they have no concept on how uh, an economic system works they have no concept of money they do not understand money is different from water money is different from oil money is different money economies are not fluid dynamics they they are they are living, breathing things with money, and they do not understand that. And that's why they want to get rid of money, because they're trying to control things. It's failing. It's failing miserably. Now we're going back to the garden. And the garden is a free market system, a rule of law system. Uh, and uh, I think Donald Trump is going to help this out. But even if he doesn't, they're going to have to go back to it. Uh, it it's also going to have to be a, a budgetary system uh, uh, where you pass budgets. You know, Barack Obama, we never passed a budget for eight years. It's it's a, it, it, it's unbelievable. We're going to go back to things such as a radical idea that if you deregulate an economy, it will boom. We're going to go back to a radical idea if you cut taxes. We have the high, second highest corporate tax rates, rate, rates in the entire world. If you cut that, the economy will boom. The radical idea that if you maybe spend some money spending on infrastructure, building your, building up in your country and making things great, it, it'll, it, it'll, the country will boom. It, 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 these are all radical ideas. Instead, we've got this uh, weird orthodoxy coming out of central banks that they can control the economies uh, by interest rates, and it's failing. You are witnessing the failure of the money kings of the central bank and their ideas and their crackpot ideas of negative interest rates and everything else. We have had the worst recovery in the last in in the last eight years in the history of the United States of America. The only compare, well, in fairness, you could say the depression. You could, in fairness, you can say the depression. Uh, th- these people at the Federal Reserve have been abject failures to this country. Okay, and they have they have sapped this country of, of of a free market system that made it great. Now things are starting to change. They're starting to talk about that. If you read the tea leaves at the Federal Reserve, they're understanding the importance of taxation. They're understanding the importance of regulation. They're understanding the the importance of a budget. They're understanding the rule the the importance of law. Okay, uh, and and it's not all about the the level of interest rates, and and, and so I, I want you to understand that. I want you to understand it's important that we have got to get through this thing and understand 
way the world is going. It, it, it's it's a, it, it's an exciting time, uh, and and things are changing. And, and so I think you're going to see things start happening in this country. I, I was listening to some stuff as I was coming in. The the uh, the, the the millennials generation, uh, the the twenty five to thirty five year old, these people aren't buying houses. They're not starting families. They they think they believe they have no future. The United States of America. These people believe they have no future as a generation. Okay, this is an abject failure of our government and and and, and, and related things such as the Federal Reserve, and 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 things are about to change. Uh, they, we have a massive pent-up demand for products, for homes, for different types of things, but people want to have a future. They have to be able to believe in the future, and there is no future in a world defined by uh, centrally planned economies, uh, by Federal Reserve, uh, in a world where you're defined by by your race, you're defined by by where you came from. There is no place. There is no future in a world in your country where, if you're a citizen, you basically go to the back of the line, and and anyone can come into your country anywhere in the world for free and do whatever they want, and you and you are put at the back of the line. There is no future. We have got to have a future for the United States of America, and we will have a future. And and by the way, uh, I think Donald Trump is part of that future. I think it. I think things could get very exciting uh, with the Donald Trump presidency. Uh, you know, I mean, some people don't like Donald Trump. Look, he was not, in fairness, he was not my first choice. I really like Ted Cruz. Uh, I think Ted Cruz is a, is a great man. I, it, it, but, you know, it just didn't work out that way. But Donald Trump has a record. And people talk about, you know, I listen, you know, Donald Trump's going to cause a nuclear war. Donald Trump is going to cause a trade war. Donald Trump is going to do this. The economy's going to collapse. A couple things. Look at a person and see what they've done in their life. Does Donald Trump make a bunch of promises and then come in, he's going to build a building, and then he doesn't build a building? No, the building gets built. Is it a shoddy building that falls over and collapses? No, the building's a good quality building. As a matter of fact, the Trump brand is like a is like the gold standard of buildings. So he builds very fine buildings. So, you know, hey, is he going to be a great president? I can't tell you for sure, but I can tell you, well, look, if you look what he does, people make fun of his reality TV show. It was highly rated. It, the guy makes money. The guy builds things. The guy does things the right way. You know, he's not a diplomat. He's going to cause a war. Really? You built a building in New York City and you're not a diplomat? The first, if you build a building in New York City, you have got to be a diplomat because there's so many warring parties wanting land, wanting rules, regulations. and You've got to pull all these disparate people together and build a building. That is exceptionally tough, and yet this guy's able to do it. So I think there's a lot of exciting things coming, and I, I, I think I think the country is ready for that, and I think we could see a really, uh, uh, you know, some good four percent plus growth going forward. But first, we have to get there. Right now, everybody's nervous. Right now, the Federal Reserve is talking about raising rates. Right now, we're going to hear about a trade war, you know, possibly coming up. Uh, you, it, you know, you've got to kind of get through the valley. No one's sure. Is it going to be Donald Trump? Is it going to be Hillary Clinton? Is it going to be, you know, Hillary drops out and someone else? Can, no, nobody really knows. Uh, I, I've got a way I think it's going to go. It's going to be through Donald. Donald's going to be the next president. But but we're not sure yet. And so everyone uh, out there, there's a lot of there's a lot of, of, of movement. A lot of people are worried, and you're going to see changes happening. And, 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 you know, there's a lot of people that got their feelings, uh, you know, that, actually that have really misjudged Donald Trump. 
and they're having to kind of, uh, you know, a lot of people somehow have, have have bet their careers on Donald Trump as a maniac that's going to start, a, you know, a war with the Martians and Mars. And, 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 and I don't think that's the case. And they're having to reconcile that. And look, we all make mistakes. And, and, and it's how you recover from that. And I think uh, particularly the Republican establishment is having to deal with that right now. But but that's another story. So so things are rapidly changing. Rates are starting to go up. Uh, and so how how do we make sense of all this and where do we go? Uh, I, I, I think a couple things. We, we, people, the, Wall Street seems to be peering through the fog. And, and this is what I believe when we're writing about this in our Max Out Savings Report. They appear to be peering through the fog, and I think they're starting to see some growth potential out there. And I, I think they're starting to see some real changes coming in. Uh, the there was a, there was a, a, talk, a, a talk by Stanley Fisher, who's probably the smartest guy in the Federal Reserve. I, you know, I'm a big, huge critic of the Federal Reserve, but Stanley Fisher is very well respected. He's the vice chairman. He made some comments that. That, that you know that the economy has has dealt with a number of quote black swans here recently in Brexit and the uh, jump a uh, drop in the sudden drop in the in the Chinese yuan the twenty something percent rise in the dollar quickly a collapse in all prices and done pretty well so his point was I think if you read the, between the lines it's kind of like look don't expect us to come rushing to the stock market's aid because it doesn't seem to be affecting the economy. Other thing he said is he made the comment not to expect it, uh, short uh, negative rates here in the U.S. in so many words, but it was pretty clear that's what he said. Uh, he also brought up the point of of uh, the need for more spending infrastructure uh, and also more efficient regulation. And so what what he's saying is regulation is slowing down. The kind of, things are changing. Well, if things start getting better, the economy gets better. We had the lowest interest rates in 5,000 years two months ago. Is that going to continue? And the answer is no. And things are changing. And that's what I want you to understand today. Uh, in, 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 in that we're starting to position for some of these things. So uh, a lot to talk about today. We write about this, by the way, in our Max Out Savings Report. That's going out Monday morning. If you're not on the list, look, we've got thousands of people on the list. We, we've had chief strategists at Wall Street firms get on this list. We take very complex ideas and make them simple so you can understand it. We talk about savings, investments, how to handle sudden wealth, common 401k mistakes. In 2007, we wrote the investment banks were going to collapse, and we laid out the case why. I don't know. Very few, almost nobody did that except us and a couple people around the country. And and so you can get all that free by going to maxoutsavings.com and sign up for the newsletter. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. 
but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Start your weekday mornings with Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters at 4 a.m. Followed by the Hugh Hewitt Morning Show at 5. With Chuck Tiller and the AM 1070 520 Oldie, Hugh will bring you up to date with the news that happened overnight. Then at 7, it's the Sam Malone Morning Show with J.P. Pritchard and the news, along with Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine. Morning information and entertainment starts at 4 a.m. Weekdays on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investment in your retirement. If you've got a question or comment, this is a live show, as always, here in Houston, Texas. Uh, 713-339-1070. That's what Charles did. Hello, Charles. Good, thank you. Yeah. the uh, the debt and then try to float some bonds and then not nothing else was mentioned but the thinking is, is perhaps there's going to be some also tax increases uh, I know Bill King had said that you know he thought that really the the, the 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 proper way to do it would have been to migrate all the new employees over to a 401k system and so I guess the thing of it is is I'd like your take on on uh, what this really is going to mean for the cost of living for people here in Houston, because uh, with land quickly running out and the price of homes just really the tax, the the real estate taxes are just getting to be so unbearable. Yeah, they're pretty uh, to, tough. Yeah, to fund the school systems, and then of course the 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 water increases of which that water bill that was passed I think three or five years ago with no, you know, really increases could go to perpetuity. Uh, I, I could see really the city over the long term just a, a flight going out of the city 
uh, literally to neighboring counties are just getting out simply because, I, I, you know, the costs are just going to get to be horrendous. I mean, I don't know how this is all going to be. Uh, yeah, now, Mayor Turner's been really, it. it's something like, you know, be careful what you wish for, you know, who want to be mayor. And, you know, and he's, he's been really, uh, he's been given a pretty a tough hand to deal with. Sure, sure. No, it, 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 that, that, that's understandable. But I guess the question is, is, is this the right path? I mean, I, I mentioned before, you know, we still have that dome stadium over there that, as far as I'm concerned, when, you, when you're sitting on a huge debt, I mean, if a, if a homeowner was being threatened with foreclosure, I mean, I don't think he would tell his wife we're going to build a $60,000 swimming pool. I mean, I, mean I, think, I think when you've got opportunities that, that you can raise money, uh, I, I think the prudent thing to do is to do it and try to get this debt down to something that's manageable. But I, I I'm kind of leaning along with with what uh, Mr. King is saying that the fact is is that I think with a with a defined plan like that, I think we it, it's kind of like kicking a can down the road. I think this is going to come back and haunt the people in in due time. I don't, I don't know your thoughts on it, but well, I think yeah, the defined they're sort of stuck with the defined benefit plan in in a defined benefit is a pension, a defined contribution is a 401k plan where you get to keep the money you put in, and they match some of it. Uh, look, it, it goes back to what we were talking about. In a world of record low interest rates, uh, the Federal Reserve has made it very difficult for these pension fund op- operations to, to fund their, their payouts, their, their pensions, because they have a pool of money that they're not getting a decent return on because of the Federal Reserve. And uh, and it's really causing a problem, and, and, and we we sort of let our pension system get out of control. Uh, a couple things: there, there was a, there there was a, a recent court case in California. I want to say Santa Clara, but that, that, I'm not real sure about that. But one of the things they're they're, they're kind of clawing back some of the pensions. But where they're really looking at it is is they're sort of saying that some of these people where they're coming in. They're making a certain amount of money, and then the last year or two in off of their thing, they work overtime like crazy, and then they double their salary working, you know, uh, overtime every single day, and then they get these massive pensions that really aren't representative of what they really earn during that time frame, and that that's one way. I think if people earn a work to earn a pension, a fair pension, I, I think we we should support it, but but I, I think we really have to take a real hard look at that because. There, there seems to be somewhat a level of dishonesty with that, and, and, and so you could see some some type of thing like that in Houston. They, they, I mean, Houston, we're a dynamic city. We're in probably the best shape of almost any city in the country, but the, but we got to control what really – it's not that this is a poor – it's a very well-run city. Uh, the problem is 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 we let these pensions get out of control, and this probably goes back several mayors that that really uh, did this, and in, 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 in it's a very tough situation. Of course. Well, I, in closing, I just like to say that no, I agree with you. I think I think the current pension obligations should be maintained, but I I, I firmly believe that I think for any new employees coming on board, I think that 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 that. They 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 need to do something different because if they just continue down this path, I'm not sure that really that's well, yeah, that's and the I, proper way I, to I, go. And I think you're going to do that. But I, tell you, I got to tell you, it, it's a little unfair, and, and this is happening all over the country. I think to take our youth in this country and say, look, you're not getting any benefits at all, and then continue to pay these people that that got had these ben- that 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 are collecting these ridiculous benefits, where everyone's being asked to pay for them. I think. 
society as a whole, it should be an even, reasonably even thing. I mean, some people are going to get better deals than others uh, as far as this, but but I, I, it, it bothers me a little bit to sit there and say, you people are getting these pensions. You work all your life, you get a pension, but then the last two years you work like crazy, you get all types of overtime, you, you double your salary, then, then basically retire with the pension in many cases. Right. over your salary, and then you come and tell the youth that, that are coming in that, no, look, you'll never even have a pension. Be- and the reason is because these people are, are effectively double dip, are, are creating false pensions for themselves. And I think there needs to be some balance on this. Uh, I mean, Houston is a very well-run city, I can tell you that. It, it, it's it's really, uh, th- this, this pension issue has really become a problem. And I think it's important for these people to get a fair pension. But I think we need to make sure uh, things are fair for everybody involved. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I appreciate your thoughts. Okay, thank you very much, Charles. Uh, if you got a question or comment, 713-339-1070. And I really don't follow the city that much. And so, uh, but uh, the... Yeah, but but this is I mean this is the world we live in. I mean it's just very difficult when the Fed we've gone through eight years of 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 these low interest rates and it's starting to do tremendous damage to our pensions in this country, tremendous damage to our banking system in this country, tremendous damage to our insurance company country companies in this country and it massive damage to savers in this country they can withstand a couple years of negative interest rates to get the low interest rates to get the economy going but this fed made a huge mistake and they're trying to extract themselves from it uh, extricate themselves from this and and it is uh and and you're starting to see that uh look a couple things have been happening here over the last week something strange has happened the Typically, when the market goes down, uh, treasury yields drop, and what happens is bond prices go up. On a bond, when the yield drops, the, the bond value goes up because it's, you, you, you have a set income coming in from the bond, and it becomes more valuable. Now, typically, what's been happening is the minute the market starts falling, everybody rushes to treasuries, and, and the treasury, as the economy weakens, become more valuable, and so it kind of offsets the portfolios. Uh, we became concerned last week when that really after reading that speech, the Aspen speech that uh, that uh, Stanley Fisher gave, vice chairman of the Federal Reserve, that they were going to start looking to take rates up, and and so we backed out of our long term Treasury holdings, uh, and we're seeing it. And it continued into this week when the market was down two hundred and fifty eight points. Suddenly there was a there, at the same time interest rates on the longer term Treasuries, the ten year surged up. The 10-year Treasury bond appears to be breaking out to the upside, which means rates are going up. And and it's not just here. Rates went up in, in Germany. They went up about a month ago in Japan. Uh, and, and what's happening is, is I, actually to quote uh, one of the things, I, I, uh, comments I read is is that uh, uh, they're talking about, about Germany in interest rates, uh, the uh, the the, the the central banks in 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 in, Euro- in Europe are, are are just they've gone to negative rates, and the Germans, you know, which are con- pretty conservative people, are just furious about it. Uh, the ECB's fateful decision to opt 
asked for negative interest rates now negative 0.4% in the face of vehement German and protests is step two. The savings banks and insurers want Mr. Draghi, head of the ECB, burned at the stake. I mean, this is this is the world. So these people are being forced to raise rates. This is what you're starting to see. Something is changing in the investment markets. That's the reason for the big talk today. I want you to understand the world is starting to change. And rates are starting to go up. Long, longer-term rates are starting to go up in the face of a declining market, which has not happened. That's telling you they're selling. I, we, uh, look, if Donald Trump becomes president, which his, the, it, it's pretty much played out like what we've been talking about in this show for the last month and a half, how he was going to win the election, and it's playing out. They threw everything they could at him after the, the press did, after the, the, the Democratic convention, because they wanted to put him out right there. They couldn't take him out. His poll numbers started rising. We said if he could get through the next two weeks, he's likely to be the next president of the United States. All of a sudden, his poll numbers started going up, and, and, and that, that's what's continuing to happen. And and, and so I, I, he's starting to get more people on board with the Trump bandwagon. I mean, I think it's exciting. And, 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 and so... Uh, and, 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 and that excitement is going to build. But the excitement is going to build not just for Donald Trump, but the excitement is going to build is, hey, maybe this guy can do something. Donald Trump, by by the, the – some people you – know, look, I've been talking to some of the top people here out there on this. and talk, They're starting to view Donald Trump as a pro-growth person. And Wall Street is starting to realize he could be a pro-growth president. And that's very exciting. It, we've had no growth for eight years. And, and so I think you're going to see that excitement build. Now, in the interim, it's going to be, oh, no, Donald Trump is going to be president. Oh, my gosh, a trade war. You're going to see someone's going to fire a shot over the bow of the USS United States. It, and what it's going to be is going to be someone's going to dump a bunch of treasuries, Europeans or most likely the Chinese, because they're going to want to go, whoa, we're not going to be pushed around by Donald Trump. And, and so you're going to see this kind of panic out there. Look, let's look at China. China's China is a situation that nobody really wants to in order to stand up to China, it's not going to be easy. If Hillary Clinton has to stand up to China, it's going to be a problem. If Donald Trump Barack Obama never stood up to China. Okay? No no one in in fairness to Barack, no one has stood up to China. Uh if if you notice all the media, the media is always fawning all over China. What do they say? Listen to what they always say. It's China has millions of 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 people coming in from the countryside. They're desperate for jobs. They're fighting for jobs. This is why we need to do this for the Chinese. Well, that is true. But what about the American millions of people that want jobs? Why are why aren't we watching out for them? And what's happened is the Chinese government and Chinese corporate have been very shrewd at manipulating the United States media, at manipulating corporate America. A corporate CEO will never tell you what he really thinks about China because if he really says that, he isn't going to be doing any business in China. And if you look at these companies, a disturbing trend I'm seeing coming out of China is I'm seeing an awful lot of companies – selling out their Chinese division to a Chinese competitor or 51% to a Chinese competitor or spinning off their Chinese operations. Now, if China is supposedly this great growth area with a billion people, if you're a corporation, why would you be getting rid of that? And the answer is pretty simple. Either you're being told you're not going to be able to do business or they're going to tell you we want you to sell it because you're never going to get anywhere in this country. And so we're going to have to stand up to the Chinese. It's, it's, it's a crummy 
in order to do that, it's it's a no-fun deal. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be very painful for everybody involved, including us, the Chinese. And, and everyone has not wanted to do it. And the Chinese have done a remarkable job of controlling corporate America in the media in this country uh, in order to sit there and do that. But it's going to have to be done. So you could see a spike up in rates because the Chinese try to do something. So, so you're going to see a lot of volatility out there. Uh, it, it, overall, and in, 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 in that that is going to be, and so what you want to do is you want to start planning, you want to start reducing your risk. So we're looking at potential volatility from China, possibly selling of treasuries. We're looking at a possible growth, a pro-growth president coming in place. That's going to put pressure on interest rates. Uh, uh, a, a volatility because of China is going to put pressure up on interest rates. If negative interest rates, the put forth by central banks around the world are failing, which I believe they are. The only alternative is to start raising rates there. So there's a huge push to save rates. Something else no one aware of. Uh, the uh, uh, LIBOR rate has gone up in the last couple, last over the last year. Why is that? Well, there's a change coming up in money markets as well. We're going to be talking about that. That's also pushing up short-term rates. So rates are going up. We're not going to see... That over the long term, interest rates in the United States have averaged about 5% over the very 100 years, whatever it is. You're not going to see that, but you're going to see rates move up some. You're going to see instead of 1.32, you might see 2.2, 2.5, something in, in two, you know, 2.3 on the 10-year. But you're going to see rates go up, and the problem is everyone's going to kind of try to do the same thing at the same time. And, and that's going to cause a lot of volatility. And so I, what I want you to understand is there's a lot of really good things happening behind the scenes, but right now we're going to be looking at a lot of volatility. So I tell you what, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. And so understand with your 401k plan, with, with you know, with your, you've got to be a little, you, you have to understand some of these things and do some basic things. It's not a matter of panicking and going to all cash, but you have to have a, a a risk plan in place. That's one thing we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We deal with a lot of people with they roll over their IR, their 401k to us. They change jobs. They they come in here and put the old 401k plan with us, and we manage that using our value investing approach. If you need some help there, go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And uh, you can set up an appointment with me. I'd, I'd like to meet with you and I'd like to help you out. Also, sign up for that free newsletter. We're going to send out the newest one here. Just uh, we're going to be talking some about that after the break. Uh, it's a free newsletter. It goes out once or once a month, about generally once a month. A lot of neat stuff on it to help you out. Just go to the website Max Out Savings. That's M A X O U T Savings with an S dot com. And we'll be right back after this. Quick the break. Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks, when they're not working, you're losing ground. And money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. 
And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-819-8315-800-819-8315-800-819-8315. That's 800-819-8315. Larry Elder believes NFL players are protesting the wrong issue in the black community. If you really want to protest, you really do care about uh, what's going on with the black community. The instances of police officers shooting blacks doesn't even make the top 20 list. And as I said, it's going down anyway. And black officers are as likely, if not more likely, to kill uh, other blacks. Uh, you know, on and on and on. None of which facts seem to matter to people like Jesse Williams or Colin Kaepernick. The Larry Elder Show. Afternoons at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 8 on AM 1070. The Answer. We return now to the Max Out Saving Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, in your retirement. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. So we were just talking about China. Uh, in the, actually, in the Max Out Savings Report, in the new Max Out Savings Report going out this week, uh, one of our stories, we have uh, what I think is an interesting story, is uh, from the, um, the World Bank, I believe it is. Yeah, the World Bank did a study. And they have a study that shows the welfare losses, you know, lost wages, lost time, sickness, death, and different things caused by air pollution. So if that's the case, then clearly the United States should be at the top of the list because due to we've, we're causing global warming and, and single-handedly for everything the United States has done, our greatest accomplishment is to destroy the world through global warming. That is what the United States has done. Above all others, everyone else is innocent. The United States is the villain that destroyed the world, according to Al Gore. You know, you know what do they say about Bolmanor? But, uh, but th- what, what this study shows is, is the United States, and it goes in 1990 and then also now, it, 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 the, since then in the United States, our welfare losses have gone down, and they work out to be, it looks like, about $400 billion a year, according to this study, how, how much it hurts the GDP. And, and actually, I take that back. That's the United States and Canada. In, uh, that's North America, so it's, it's all of them. And you know, that, that's probably a $20 trillion economy, somewhere in there or more. Uh, so, well, that's not good. You know, this is, let's take a look at, 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 at Southeast Asia and the Pacific. Okay, which is which is your China, your Korea, and all of that. It, it back then it was about the same amount in 1990, about 400. It right now it it's about 2.2 trillion dollars per year is lost due to air pollution in Asia. And if you have not look, if you've never been to China, one of the reasons you go to China is to really see air pollution. 
It's like you could do air pollution tours. The pollution is so bad that you go, wow, I had no idea. This is horrible. And you just like marvel at the air pollution. And it, it is, you know, you can't see the sun. It's, it's, the buildings are blotted out. Uh, I never will forget. I literally, someone, we're sitting at a table. And at at a, at a steakhouse here in Houston, someone asked some people from China. They had some people from China come in. What do you like about the United States? And one of the people literally said the blue skies. And it's a true story. Uh, and and so two point two trillion dollars. The reason I put this in the max out is I want you to understand we're not the polluters of the world. Okay, based on this World Bank study, which is a very reputable organization. Asia is doing over five times, the, you know, about five times the damage the United States is. And you can literally see the air pollution in China from outer space. But and, and so it, it, the and what's happened is, is, you know, another study I saw said that the cost of Chinese goods would be about 15 percent higher they have about a 15% advantage because of they, they don't have the pollution laws. And it, it's not to pick on China, but it, this absurd idea that the United States of America is, 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 is the destroyer of the planet is completely absurd. And, and if we follow the line of what Al Gore does with his global warming routine and, and put it all on the shoulders of the United States, within 50 years, the, the world's planet will be destroyed by the Chinese and the Asian pollution. Okay, And these people have gotten a free ride. Again, they have controlled the media in this country and corporate America, which is afraid to say anything. All these networks, CNN, Fox, they all do business in China, and they're all afraid to criticize China. And it's time, it's time that they put the United States first. If they want to be a world media, Media company, then they should have to spin off. And I think this is important. I think they should have to spin off the United States news organizations to a separate company. And I think we ought to start looking at that because these people are slanting the news to the disadvantage of, of the people of the United States of America. And this is another example. Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, sign up, and you'll get the story there. Uh, the we also talk we we also talk some in the report about about really we we really believe that these rates are starting to go up and you're seeing somewhat of a shift in the markets, it, 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 and it's it's time to kind of start preparing for what's going to happen with 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 uh, uh, the the change in the presidency. Will it be Hillary or will it be Trump? I mean, you make make your call. We believe it's going to be Donald Trump, and. Uh, uh, we also think it's going to be very exciting and very pro-growth. And so, but, but, but that means some things are going to have to change. Uh, I think you're starting to look at infrastructure plays. I think you're starting to look at potential growth opportunities. I think there's a lot of opportunity in stock. I think the, the stable demand companies, I think some of the other companies are just strictly income type of vehicles are probably overpriced in here. And, and so, and we're hoping to get some type of, of substantial pullback, which is going to give us an opportunity to shift. We're slowly starting to shift the portfolios at Max Out Savings Advisors. But this is something I, I think you do want to understand with, with your portfolio is is really, I believe there's, we talked on the show we, over the last couple of weeks about the, 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 the tightest volatility in, in like 100 years over the last two months. And all of a sudden, the market fell 400 points in one day. You're going to see increased volatility. Let's take a call from Chuck to 713-339-1070. Hello, Chuck. 
Hello, Ted. Uh, one of the things that I think people get confused is they're used to typical politicians who are going to tell them what they want to hear. And Trump is basically a negotiator. He's looking at where he can get a foothold, and he's not going to fight battles that can't be won in the public arena right now. He will come back and try to re-educate people. He will try to explain things later. Right now, he's got to work with the hand he's got, and he's he's going to you know say things about free trade and one thing and another that they're going to raise some hackles. But it's it's because the public does not understand, and we don't have time to educate the public and explain all this. What he's really going to focus on is the things that are strangling American business. He knows that he can't impose all these tariffs and do all these wild-eyed things, but politically, that's what sells to the masses right now. So, you know, he will talk about how we're going to – uh, you know, do trade better and stuff like that. What he's really going to do is he's going to focus on the things that are strangling American business. And yeah, he may rattle some chains and sabers on the the tariffs, but those are going to be negotiating positions. You know, one of the things yeah, no, Chuck, Chuck, is, yeah, I know, I, I agree with you on that, and, and I do the, think he's New York <laughs> negotiations. You start out with the pie in the sky, the wild eyed stuff, and then you come down and you you give a little, you give a little, but you start out with extreme positions. The other problem that we're running into is we've got these purists who were so heavily invested in uh, Ted Cruz being the president. They they were that was going to be their ticket to the White House. So now they're literally going to dig their heels in, and if they have to destroy Trump, destroy well, the country, he, whatever it takes, they're waiting for the return of the Messiah. After Hillary, after Hillary, there won't be anything left. Yeah, yeah I agree. No, steaming, you know. Yeah, I, I agree on that, Chuck. And let, let me no. Uh, thanks for the call, by the way. Look, look. I mean, I think you got some good points there. Uh, the uh, I think Trump is good. I think Trump. I think you make a very good point in the fact that that tr- what Trump is going to do is Trump. Trump is going to concentrate on look what can make a difference and what can grow the company. And, country and being a businessman i think he's got a pretty good feel for that and so i think that's very that's very exciting uh i i i think he i look i think he is serious about this trade and immigration i i think he is look i don't think he's going to slap tariffs all over the place but i i think he's going to probably be reasonably tough on it i think he is going to build the wall and i think you've got to get this immigration under control where look he is he going to deport 15 million illegal aliens, obviously not. But they're going to come up with some plan. But I do think you're going to have to stand up to the Chinese to some extent, and you better be tough on them because they are very tough people. They think 100 years in the future. In the time, I, it, look, the time for the United States to be planning its future like we're doing in corporate America in many other parts of the country on a court for the next quarter has got to come to an end. It's going to destroy our country, and most of all, it's going to destroy our children's and grandchildren's future. We need to think, start thinking. Thinking like the Chinese, and I think Donald Trump is capable of doing that. But thanks for the call, Chuck. You got any questions or comments? Seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. I tell you what, a big big thing's happening coming October fourteenth, and, and what that is is that what we're going to see happen is is going to be a uh, it, it, there's there's big changes in money markets, and what they're doing is uh, is they they are they are going to. The the SEC has come up with a set of proposals that uh, money markets after October 14th 
if they're institutional money markets, they're gonna they're they're no longer gonna be pegged to a dollar. They're gonna have to be marked to the market every day, which means your money market could go underneath a dollar. And and so the different investment firms uh, like TD Ameritrade, we use TD Ameritrade to hold our assets at Max Out Savings Advisors. They're putting plans in place to do this. Uh, you're going to see more. The exception is the government money fund because the government money funds you're going to assume aren't going to go under a dollar. And so this is going to push a lot more money into into government money funds. At TD Ameritrade, we also use the, their 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 bank. Uh, they have like a bank money market type of thing. It's more money with the bank. And it's you get two hundred and fifty thousand, but they use two banks, so we have a half a million dollars for our cash coverage, and then beyond that we make some adjustments from time to time if we see any trouble on the horizon. Uh but so you're gonna see different types of money fund. Your standard money fund at the brokerage firms is typically now gonna be either a, a bank thing like T D Ameritrade, or it's gonna be a government bond money, government money fund, which means government assets in the money fund. If it's a municipal or a corporate money fund, uh, it uh, it can go under a dollar. The other thing that can happen is with these money funds is they now have the ability to gate the money funds, which means in a crisis, what happens is, is they have the ability to say, no, you can't take your money out of the money funds for the next week or whatever. And this is a big concern out there. And so... What it, uh, This is starting October 14th. It's been in place for about a year. They've been working there. Like if you look at Fidelity, a lot of their Fidelity funds are now money markets are now government money funds. And and this is something we had to deal with in 2011 at Max Out Savings Advisors. Uh, we found out, uh, I want to say in July, uh, late June, July of that year, that that the Fidelity Money Fund had 45% European bank debt in it at the time. We immediately liquidated out our Fidelity Money Funds for all our clients and moved to the Fidelity Government Funds because we were, in some cases, the Fidelity Municipal uh, Government Fund for tax-free uh, because we did not want to, if there was a failure in the investment bank, in in the banks in Europe, it could wipe out 45% of our, our clients' cash. And, and so you have to understand that. We, 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 we try to stay on top of this stuff, but the average person doesn't. But this is a bigger deal right now. So a couple of things you want to understand. If your money fund is not a, a government, U.S. government money fund after October 15th, you can be gated in, in many instances, which means they can prevent you from taking money out. Also, it can go under a dollar. So if you have $100,000 in it, it might go down. You might have $99,950, you know, after a day. In, in theory, it shouldn't be a lot of movement uh, on, on that be, if, it, if, it's, if it's a corporate money market fund. And uh, the other alternative is like a TD Ameritrade where you use the TD Bank and you have uh, FDIC insurance, 250000 They use two banks. You have a half a million. So there's different type of things. For institutions, what they're doing is they're moving a little further out uh, along out. So instead of maybe just two or th- two or three weeks money mark where most of the funds in it are two or three or four weeks uh, maturity, they'll move out to a, a fund that has a little longer term maturities. So they're getting more interest because since it's going to move up and down anyway. The other thing that's happening is it's causing Fed funds, uh, not, uh, it's causing, excuse me, LIBORG 
to go up a little bit. LIBORG is up about a half a percent when, when the Fed funds have raised about a quarter percent because what's happening is people are pulling away from giving money to corporations in money markets, and they're all going to the government money fund markets because of the new rules starting October 15th. So when you're seeing changes in your brokerage statement for money markets, understand there's a new there's an SEC rule that's that's coming due next month uh that 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 uh, on money funds and if you own a money market fund that's a corporate money market fund it no longer generally is going to be check with some cases they can be but in particular the institutional size ones it's going to be a floating money market fund and you can also be gated and so understand in a time of a crisis what the important thing is going to be is is to diversify into different money market funds uh, with in, in different areas to ensure you have cash because in a crisis is when you need the cash to make the investments. It, it, and so uh, this this is something that, that you're going to see. It's a huge – this is the biggest change in money market funds since they came out in the – I want to say the early 70s, maybe late 60s with money market funds. This is the biggest change in history. So understand, talk with your broker, talk with your advisor. We're advisors at Max Out Savings Advisors. If you need some help, you know, ask questions about the money market fund. Uh, if you need some help, sign up for the uh, Max Out Savings Report. We're going to be writing a lot about this on the Max Out Savings Report. Uh, you just go to maxoutsavings.com. And if you need help with your retirement, if your 401k rollover, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We, we can help you out. I'd like to help you out. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up for that free newsletter. Uh, you can also sign up for an appointment with me. Uh, well, we're by the end of the show. Remember our motto and our philosophy at the Max Out Savings Show. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. That's how you protect yourself against these wild swings in the investment world uh, of the governments coming up with ridiculous things, zero interest rates and everything else. By saving more money and protecting yourself, you're protecting your family. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. AM 1070. Howdy. This is Jack Chambers. I love living and working here in the Houston area. There are so many interesting things to see, fun things to do, and great places to eat. I'd like to invite you to tune into my radio show, Houston and Beyond, and get tips and information about what to see and do around Houston and at interesting travel destinations around the world. You can listen to Houston and Beyond live on your radio right here on AM 1070, The Answer, or go to Houston. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 